right, welcome to Music Ally Focus with me, Joe Sparrow, Music Ally writer and fashion victim, and Stuart Dredge, Music Ally's editor and one-man music biz analysis machine. Uh, music Ally provides an analysis rich guide to the biz and that's what music ally focus does as well we're going to be looking at the most meaningful music business stories and this podcast will be brief this should take about the same time as a jesus and mary chain gig in 1985 basically we'll stand with our backs to you it'll be over in under 15 minutes and there'll be a riot so you know an exciting podcast um Stu, what is going on with this new website, Spotify's launched Loud and Clear, which has some fairly robust explanations about how artists are paid. So, yeah, well, so we've been reporting for the last few months really on this, this whole debate around artists and streaming royalties and the whole ecosystem. Uh, and Spotify has, well, the pitch for it is we're launching this website called Loud and Clear to give as much transparency as possible around how the model works. So it's not explicitly saying this is us defending ourselves, but it is kind of setting out a lot of the information that they kind of willed when they're arguing that actually streaming isn't terrible for artists, there's lots of people being successful. Uh, and so it's kind of a, uh, a targeted data dump of here, here is a bunch of figures that we think show streaming is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's, it's like you said, it's not an explicit defense of music streaming and payment from it, but it is sort of in line with what Spotify have been doing recently in that they have been a little bit more um confident in saying look there's lots of people earning lots of money from streaming and this is a good thing so um it's it sort of accompanies that and it is a it's a very sort of it's 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 not fluff at all is it you can really dig in deep what sort of interesting data is in there yeah so there's um i mean there's some stuff um on artists obviously they can't release anything that is, is this artist earned this much money that is very you know they, they don't have the right to do that um so what they're doing is they're kind of breaking artists down into different categories so they've got one category which is the chart toppers which is the top 500 artists on spotify last year another one is diy artists so people who distribute through a distributor onto spotify and have more than a thousand listeners so they kind of break out these different tiers of artists and then they've said well this is how much they earned last year, or sorry, we ought to be very specific. It's not how much they earned, it's how much was paid out for their music to their rights yes. holders. And that's something that Spotify has been very careful to explain. It's not, because I think I get really frustrated by these stories saying Ed Sheeran earned X from Spotify based upon how much his rights holders got paid. And what you never know is well, what his deals and terms are and how much people saw that. So the, they've been very clear, yeah. this, this is their payouts from artists and how much the artists have generated. And I think as Tom Gray's been on Twitter today pointing out, like it, it, that will vary if it's a solo artist versus a band, there'll be all kinds of factors determining, uh, let me think, what was the, um, one of the figures was I think the top 500 artists average, I think it was $3.7 million of payouts for their music. Yeah. But obviously, some of those solo artists on great deals will be getting loads of that money. Bands with six people in who are on less good deals wouldn't. So there's a lot of variables that can't be explained here. Um, but like you said, we can kind of start doing calculations and start working things out, which is very interesting. So it's one of those things about transparency, like here are some figures. Now you will go away and decide what they mean and, and crunch them. And, and Spotify hopes everyone will crunch them and say, yeah, Spotify is brilliant. Um, but obviously some of its critics will be looking through them and seeing if there's anything they can they can find that's maybe sheds yeah. less positive light. I mean I mean Daniel Eck, who is, as I said, he's getting he's getting more confident at at sort of justifying and pushing back and, and explaining how, why he thinks that artists are getting a good deal. He he said on on Twitter today when at the, when the launch of this, he said, Well look, we're paying out and this is a reasonable 
thing for him to say, I guess. He said, we're paying out all this money. So if an artist says they're not getting any of it, where is it going? Yeah, where the hell is it going? Where the hell is it going? Yeah, he dropped an H-bomb. And um, um, this is sort of, it's it's sort of shifting the responsibility, isn't it? We've got this big shuffle at the moment of uh, people pointing fingers at each other. and, And this is sort of them saying, look, we're being open. This is all the money that's being made. So if you're not getting any, you shouldn't be talking to us. I think it is a case of Spotify saying, look, this, these are the figures at our end and it's loads of money. And it's, yeah, like you say, it's kind of implicitly saying, well, let's talk about where else it goes and how it flows through and what's going on. So they're not they're not explicitly saying, oh, labels are taking it all. They're not kind of attacking labels. I think they're just kind of trying to turn the conversation towards a wider thing, which I think is the, the good thing here. Like, Everyone who puts data out the moment. So, for example, the BPI put data out showing how how brilliant yeah. labels are. Spotify puts out saying brilliant Spotify is. All this data is obviously put out for a reason and it's chosen carefully. But if you're following this, if you're really if you're nerdy like we are about this, you can. The yeah. more information there is, you can start working with it, and it, it doesn't always prove what they want it to prove. But sometimes it does shed some light on things and help you to understanding. So I think even when it is very much released with a certain aim in mind it's still welcome and useful. And this, this is transparency that we can kind of work with and an artist can work with. The BPI has released a lot of data recently. Um, we spoke uh, to Jeff Taylor of the BPI and, and he mentioned a lot of it. Um, we saw in the parliamentary inquiry into streaming economics where there's some quite revealing uh, data about um, the amount of money that labels spend and their rough calculation of $5,000 per million streams, which is kind of helpful as well. And, and then now we've got this other big um, tranche of data and, and we're, sort of being, we're sort of able to start to get to a point where we can piece together the pipeline, can't we? Because we can see how much money's going in. We can see how much Spotify is keeping and how much they're passing on. And then we can see sort of the in-between bit. And then at the end, we've got artists who are either saying, well, actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making a decent living from being uh, a, a, an artist on Spotify, and others who are saying, I'm not making anything at all. So we, we can sort of start to see where the disconnect is. And it, it does, it, it, we are getting some clarity, and it does get some way towards answering the question, doesn't it? I think so. And and some of this is about, uh, in a way, and I think Jeff Taylor in our interview you did made this point very well. It's a very delicate message of saying, this is what success is on streaming. And this is why people who sound like they've got big numbers, like millions of streams, are not seeing much money because actually that is not success because of the scale of this. And so there's a tool in this website, you can, you can, as an artist, plug in how many streams you've had or how many listeners you have, and it will tell you where you rank, which could be quite bleak, because it will say, well, you're in the top, <laughs> you know, 50,000. Like, but it, but it's, 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 it's trying to get that kind of discussion out there as well about what is success in streaming? When can you expect to be earning a living? And that again is valuable. And again, when when a, a label puts that out or when Spotify puts that out, they hope that people will, will, will realise they're not the bad guys. But their critics, I think, will look at all this and they will be looking for, well, actually, this shows that they, maybe not that they're the bad guys, but maybe this is where it needs to be changed. This is why it's not fair, why it's not working well. So I think any stats like this can be a double-edged sword because your critics will look for the the, the kind of weak points in the data you've put out. On the surface, these numbers that they're saying are enormous they're saying that we're, ha- we're handing we've, we've paid out billions and billions of dollars in total as spotify and there are 13 over thirteen thousand artists generating more than fifty thousand dollars per year from spotify alone of course that's what they pay out as you said mm-hmm. and you know these sound 
impressive. So what are the sort of, what might critics level at Spotify? Or, or is it something that would more likely level at the system that happens after Spotify? I think it's probably, it's more likely with that. I think people will be saying, because I think the, 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 the argument is artists are struggling. And, and when you, people who are, who, are, who are advocating for those artists say, well, Spotify can put these big numbers out, but it doesn't change the fact that artists are struggling. And so that, that's part of the debate I think we'll, we'll see continuing. Uh, and that is partly about what happens to after that. But yeah, I mean, it's, <clears throat> isn't there, there's all kinds of things going on here. So, and again, this, we did an interview actually with Charlie Hellman, who's the, the VP of Marketplace at Spotify. He kind of said it too. He said like, there are more and more artists are making a living and more artists are making this money than did in the CD era, which is true. And he said, but the growth in the number of artists means that there are going to be, there's going to be growth in the number of artists who aren't making enough money. Like yeah. as, as the community grows, the number of people who are grows. And so it's, it's really delicate and interesting. Cause I think one of the things we've been digging into is actually there are artists who don't do well in streaming, but who are great artists. And so what do we do about them? Mm. You can't just say mm. someone doesn't stream well, so they don't deserve to have a career. Um, and that, again, that's, that's not a statistical thing. That is a kind of a, what's objective, isn't it? Quality. I suppose the critics are going to look at this and say, well, it doesn't change the situation we're in, which is we want to fix streaming. And I think that's a, a an argument that needs to be had, needs, needs to run. Yeah. Which I saw today the Musicians Union here in the UK in the Ivers Academy, who have been strong critics of the streaming model. Um, and they're again coming at it from a publishing point of view. So they're, they're criticizing labels too, but they welcomed it and said, it's really good to have this transparency. We still have these concerns, but the more figures out there, the better. But the other thing I think that's interesting about it is they've got this Q and A section, which does tackle head on some of the issues that are being talked about. Yeah. So there's, there's a question about user-centric and Spotify says, we would do it if the, if the industry comes around it, which is kind of that big caveat, like we know no one's gonna agree, not everyone's gonna agree, so we can say we do it and look good. But also there's like a, a question about why is your per stream rate lower on your rivals? Which is one of the things, again, that we see a lot in debate on Twitter about this, that Spotify's per stream rate is blah, it's much lower than Apple's or Tidal's, so they're better. And that is a really interesting debate because Spotify has, has never really addressed it, but they've come out here and said, actually, the reason for that is um, because we are in different countries around the world where the prices are lower, we have a free yeah. tier. Um, and there's also another big thing that I have temporarily forgotten, but I'm now gonna look up. Um, well, I guess, oh, I guess the, the more people they have streaming, then they get, generate more streams. And so the per stream rate is different, isn't it? But also, that, oh yeah, no, the claim that the average subscriber to Spotify listens to more music per month than on other services. They're making this interesting claim and they haven't, mm. they haven't given the data behind that, which I'd really like to see. Like, how do you, how, who's, who's said that, that they listen to? But that's a really interesting thing. This idea of we have more engaged listeners but that means the per stream rate, the effective per stream rate, because that's not how they pay out, goes down. So actually, there's, that's the other thing in this. Like, it's really at the start, it would be geeks like us who pick up on this stuff and go, "This is interesting." They're 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 responding to this question that they haven't before. But that is also an important part of this. Like, why is the per stream rate going down? Well, here's Spotify's answer. Do they want user centric? Here's their answer. And so, if they keep updating this site, it could become a really interesting place for them to respond to these questions that artists have, that critics have. So in that sense, I would be interested to see how they, it's, if it's not just a one-off thing, if they do keep updating it. Um, and I think you can submit your own questions as an artist. Like, there's a little button, I think, where you can say. Oh, yeah. So um, so yeah, I think it's it's welcome transparency, but I think it is gonna give, it's gonna give all kinds of fodder to people who love streaming and think it's brilliant, to people who criticize it, and it's gonna fuel the debate, I think, for the coming days.
Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, as you said, the the uh, this data is fascinating, but it is also a, a set of cold hard truths, isn't it? If you feel it's unfair that you're not not getting enough money from Spotify, it, it really puts things in perspective and. It, it, at least with all this data that we're getting now, we're starting to at least get to a point where we can say, okay, we now understand how this system works, what a stream is worth, where the money's going, and who's getting a bad deal. Now we can actually address the issue. And, and that is something I've seen people saying, like you mentioned Tom Gray of the Broken Record um, campaign on Twitter saying, okay, well, we, all, we know how this works now, and we know what we want, but it's lip service until we all sit down and make it happen and 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 actually releasing this kind of data it sort of puts another step forward towards that happening or however long or far away off that might be Mm. okay thanks Stu well um, if you found that useful and want more of Stu's in-depth news and trusted analysis waiting for you in your inbox every morning as well as access to all Music Ally's industry leading reports uh, you can go to musically.com slash subscribe don't forget Indie labels, artist managers and publishers may be eligible for one of our sponsored complimentary subscriptions as well. And we have a free weekly email, The Knowledge, which rounds up a petit peu of the best analysis, news, insight and skills. Music Ally, sign up and everyone will think you're wonderful automatically. Links are in the description somewhere around this podcast. So from me, Joe Sparrow and from Stuart Dredge, until next time, farewell. Farewell.